Oh, hey, I'm introing. Sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Turn Left to the Wormhole. I'm Josh. Along with me is my co-host, Andrew. What up? Uh, yeah, bringing you another awesome, hot episode uh, coming at you semi-monthly at this point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Whatever. Hey, uh, if you hear my daughter crying in the background, um, that's my wife holding her. Uh, it's not that... It's not that my wife is not good at childcare. It's that my daughter is just trying to make this as difficult of a night as possible. So, oh well, it happens. Um, so yeah, great, great topics ahead. Uh, we're finally out of the scenario stuff, so that's yeah. a blessing. Uh, and now we're going to get into a lot of just like modern stuff. So, what do we have on the docket for the day? Well, first, we're going to talk about this uh, Star Trek Picard series. Yeah, uh, I think it could be great, and I'm really liking the teasers they've been dropping. Yeah, they're they're looking pretty good. Um, nothing like having your favorite British Frenchman uh, waxing eloquently about morality. Uh, it'll be interesting to see for sure. I have a lot of questions. Uh, the main one is why are they not putting this on? like actual cable why is it on this all access stuff it's so money I mean, money it's money just, money money it's just so annoying i mean i understand but i mean good grief like you're uh you're a network plus they don't have to worry to do. about sensors yeah i guess so but they can throw in language and other stuff that they otherwise would have to avoid but that's the thing about Star Trek, though. Like, the whole thing was supposed to be family-friendly. Um, yeah, Discovery Man went from a fine, normal episode to what would have been an R-rated movie <laughs> in one scene in one it's episode. Like Game of Thrones, like, all of a sudden, you're, like, having fun watching it with your family. <laughs> it's like, wait a second. Well, that was <laughs> some language killed, I didn't expect. Killed a bunch of people. Yeah, see, like, the entire destruction of romulus uh well i yeah we'll come back to that and then after that we're going to talk about uh simulation options of the future from a couple different perspectives a lot of sci-fi runs in and out with that one but right we'll get back to that but first the picard series yeah so um i mean i'm just looking at like what tv guide has on it they say it's supposed to be like 20 years into the future after next gen ended uh so like well i think it's after nemesis okay gotcha so it's 20 years after the events we saw in nemesis so that's i mean nemesis alone is the latest we have because i mean voyager's already home at that point janeway's an admiral and then boom you jump 20 years into the future that's where we're gonna be starting yeah yeah and i think that was i mean if you if you look at the articles like uh, Patrick Stewart said that he he really wanted to make this a more of a unique experience uh, all around. So uh, I'm wondering what it is that they're going to get into because he doesn't want it to be uh, a typical Star Trek show from from everything that he said. He wanted this to be unique, and I think that's really the only reason he signed on at one point is because he wanted this to be just completely something they've never touched on before. So it'll be interesting to see how they how they do that. Well, and like we were saying, the destruction of Romulus, we see in Star Trek, the movie from 2009, that Romulus is destroyed by a supernova. Yeah. And about the time frame that the incident that causes Picard to leave Starfleet to leave would be. So, I, I mean, I think that's what it is. And then, you know, the fallout from that hit with him emotionally and 
it would be such a unique show because obviously you would still have Starfleet and everything going on. And I'm sure you'd see that and you could have flashbacks and flash forwards with this event and consequences that happen. You could mm-hmm. see all that. So you could still have that sci-fi Star Trek element, but it would be focused on him living on his family vineyard in France. Mm-hmm. So it'd be a very, it'd take the space out of the show. Basically it'd be more, uh, human-centered story as opposed to technology, techity tech every week. and Yeah, Jordy rambling on about something that absolutely no one knows about yeah. and, then and everyone and the, pretending they understand. Well, and the beauty of it is you have all the characters from Voyager, DS9, and Next Generation who, for the most part, they're all still around. Yeah. So you could bring in a guest star of Admiral Janeway or, you know, Captain yeah. Cisco, or whoever could just show up for an episode. Yeah, it is kind of interesting that you bring that up because a lot of these people, after they finish Star Trek, uh, there's obviously a few exceptions. Uh, but most of the people after in Star Trek, uh, they really didn't do very much after that. I mean, they they did, but nothing to to that level of acclaim. For well, sure, I, I think a lot of them moved behind the screen. Right. Like I know right. Tom Paris from Star Trek Voyager. He hasn't done a lot of acting since Voyager ended, but he directed almost the entire series of Chuck. Right. He's Same thing with uh, Riker as well. Yeah. Riker, I mean, I, I know that he directs like some of those episodes of Discovery yeah. and he does Jordy. a lot of other stuff. Yeah. I mean, Jordy reading... does a lot of them too. I think uh, Roxanne Dawson does. Um, yeah. A, a lot of them become directors too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it would be so fascinating to see which ones would show up for an episode. And I mean, they've even teased of Jonathan Stewart, not Jonathan Stewart, Jonathan Frakes and Patrick Stewart getting back mm. together. And I'm like, is that as a director and a lead actor? Is that yeah. Riker will show up? I mean, Troy showed up in, I want to say, DS9, Voyager, Next Gen, Enterprise. So my, I could definitely see her showing up. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, especially I with the emotional problems. Yeah. You know, to, to try to get Picard through it or everything. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting. I mean, what I don't want it to turn into is like um, some of these shows that try to come back just for nostalgia's sake. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's one thing too, that Patrick Stewart didn't want either. He didn't want it to just feel like the old Star Trek because people have seen that, you know, yeah. I think he wants this to be something that's, that's truly a unique story that needs to be told. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I'm hoping though, that they do it justice, that they don't go. Cause you and I have talked about this more and more shows nowadays are going extremely political, whether, whether you're right or left or center on the political spectrum, we don't ultimately we don't really want to see that in tv it doesn't age well especially in tv Mm -hmm. um and that's why so many people love watching reruns of you know star trek or the office things that are just you know there and and they you know not that they didn't deal with issues but not in a way that was so uh heavy-handed so i really hope that they don't make this so much about like the political side now you can address issues obviously in a show uh but just leave the uh maybe (laughs) make it more nuanced so we don't at least see that because that's what star trek's good at is is they kind of guide you through those questions in a in a very um 
gentle way where you come to that conclusion on your own rather than them forcing it on you. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And when shows force it, it receives backlash one way or the other. Exactly. Whereas Star Trek, they just, they knew when to do it, how to do it. And they did it just to the point that it was needed to for the most part. So I'm like, yeah. So, and, and I agree it, it shouldn't just be next generation 2.0. Mm-hmm. They've already really tried that in Star Trek with the animated series. It was the original right. people in a cartoon series. And I mean, given the as many seasons as it had, plus the movies, you yeah. know, there's really not too much that needs to be said on that series. Now there's obviously like stories that played out in the end mm-hmm. and you can even see that on the last episode of, um, of Star Trek when when they go back and they get everyone and there's people who are admirals now or scientists um you know they they kind of even show you where everything's heading but um which I don't, series is this this is the end of next generation the last episode um they do uh oh, Picard watch that yeah Picard has like a flashback and um, yeah but you know data is teaching at a university now and um and it may have actually been a dream to tell you the truth, but it was um, it, all of this, like they, they go and they're trying, I think to avoid war with some planet or something. That's like all that. good things, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. So, um, yeah. But well, yeah. And then, and then my other thought, if they don't go the Romulus way mm-hmm. of, you know, him leading this away mission, I would love to see if it was a full on Borg incursion or something. Hmm. Cause the novels have gone that way where, he had this connection to Lakuta, so he's always had this edge when he fought the Borg. Sure. Because of this. So what if that's it, too? He had to try and save them, and he failed. Yeah. Or something. Um, I don't know. I'm really curious to see how they do it. What's the incident that makes him do this? Because, I mean, he's been involved in some major things, and especially the movies. The amount of violence he had to withstand mm-hmm. between insurrection even generations he lost his first ship or his the ship he was the flagship ship mm-hmm. and then insurrection and that weird enemy <laughs> <laughs> and at first contact obviously in the nemesis fighting the romulans like he, he had some crazy villains to go through in the end yeah, I feel like Picard's villains were probably a little bit more well thought out. Um, yeah. But then again, you know, whenever you're going and, and talking to Patrick Stewart, you have to be able to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, match wits, I guess. Uh, whereas when, when we're talking about DS9 or Voyager, those the things that they uh, face kind of predict the villains as well. Uh, but exactly this one, I feel like, is, is probably going to be centered more on um, issues of morality or ethics, yeah. things like that. Um, because I mean, I don't see, uh, however old Patrick Stewart, um, going toe to toe with a Borg <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, with the computer generation, I think they could easily, they've done that in a lot of things. Oh, sure. And you know, if they're doing the show, they're going to give it the appropriate budget because Star Trek is CBS's flagship, basically. Yeah. Um, Definitely for uh, yeah the the all especially access. That's their the streaming only reason but to yeah have that all access at this point but yeah I think it'll be very well thought out and I don't know it's gonna be real interesting I know I keep saying that but 
Yeah, just ultimately, to see where they go. Like, and I think I think Starfleet will have a major failing, like they didn't act soon enough or something, which set it up. Because I mean, why would he leave after all he's been mm-hmm. through? Like, even parts of Starfleet trying to dismantle data so everyone can have a data, or or the uh, Starfleet command being taken over by parasites. Mm-hmm. Like all the stuff he's been through, this is the thing that makes him leave. Yeah. And what I mean, is so bad that he leaves? Yeah, they flirted with that question. I mean, all throughout the series is like uh, Starfleet really does not know what they're doing or they get lost in maybe the politics of the day and things mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, I think uh, I think it'll be good. But really, I just need someone's login for CBS All Access. So uh, if you if you have that, please let me know. Oh, you have it. OK, so just <laughs> I need text me later. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen Discovery, so I really can't comment on Discovery, but I have to watch some of that. But honestly, uh, I've been paying for it for the last two months and I'm still in like the 11th episode. <laughs> Because there are words that are used in Discovery that I can't watch with my daughter around. Mm. So then I have to wait until after she goes to bed, which means Elizabeth's (laughs) with me. And she doesn't want to watch it. So then I have to wait even later. And by that time, I have to do homework. So I'm having a very hard time finding time to watch it. Yeah. But uh, if you plan on watching it, let us know uh, what you think. If uh, if you think that you're even going to stick around, if you care about Patrick Stewart at all, uh, if you voted for him as your favorite captain, then you better be watching the series. So I'll be watching that faster than I'll watch Discovery. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. But stick around for our next segment. This episode of Turn Left in the Wormhole is presented to you by Buy More. When you buy more, you save more. Visit us at our newly renovated location again at the 9000 block on Burbank Boulevard in Burbank, California. Buy more. When you buy more, you save more. Hey, we're back. And man, what great words from our sponsor, uh, that person who is yet to be determined. Uh, so now we want to get into a little bit of more of a thought that goes on, and you'll see it throughout sci-fi. Um, so you've seen Black Mirror, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> For those of you at home, Andrew is showing me his Batman collection in the middle of the podcast. It's not even a good Batman collection, so uh, nothing to be jealous about. I would don't, have to agree. Don't, Elizabeth, don't start Elizabeth, taking the camera about that. <laughs> don't start taking the camera around. Um, so uh, one of the thoughts, you've seen Black Mirror, right? Pretty much all yeah. of it. Okay. So one of the thoughts in, in sci-fi uh, and Star Trek, I think, started it all, was this idea that we are living in a simulation, right? Or that can be a part of something. And then we really even talk about it, I think, you could say that Plato actually started that idea that we're not really living in the real world. And then it was talked about in uh, the matrix. And then it was talked about badly in the second (laughs) and third matrix movie. And, uh, but a lot during star Trek. Mm -hmm. So one of those things that I want to mention is you see more and more uh, this idea in sci-fi, like in black mirror, especially uh, they talk about how, um, people like there's the one episode where the guy's in the house and he's locked in and he has to uh you know he's basically just there it's for jump scares uh but the whole simulation lasted all of one second and uh killed him right um 
so that idea was even done in Star Trek when, uh, I mean, you look at Picard, like we were talking about, he lived uh, an entire life. Um, and then we have uh, Chief O'Brien, who lived an entire prison sentence and had to go, th- go to therapy afterwards. Um, so uh, really, I guess the main question is, Andrew, how do we know we're not living in a simulation right now? Well, first off, I feel sorry for O'Brien's therapist. <laughs> that man has a lot of attitude. Who, O'Brien? It's oh, because yeah. it's because he's the only one that has to deal yeah. with things. No but wonder, I'm like, he... man. If he was, if he got real grumpy from like a lifetime in prison, that yeah. would be hard <laughs> to therapy out. Well, if you notice, like after that episode, uh, after he's in prison. Uh, he and uh, Bashir go to the holodeck like almost every day and live out some battle. So literally O'Brien, O'Brien, as soon as he gets done with therapy, goes to a holodeck uh-huh. to kill fake people every single night and just absolutely destroy. Like he, he wanted to, he does like they do the Alamo a lot. They do like some other thing where it's like a beheading of someone like O'Brien had some problems Yeah, and Keiko was nowhere to be found on those episodes she's just like yeah this dude's like super messed up i'm out (laughs) (laughs) but yeah and then i mean it messed up picard pretty pretty good too um in that episode which i feel like uh, if you look on imdb i think that's one of the most high they're one of the highest rated episodes of it's a real good episode yeah because they uh they address a lot of ideas in that one uh, about um you know what's right uh, and then also what is um what does it mean to be remembered? Like uh, having a culture wiped out. So uh, if you haven't watched that one, I'd give it a go. I can't remember. We should probably like prepare more for this, but <laughs> just like... Google Picard playing this <laughs> instrument. I don't know. Oh, what was the it? A flute? flute? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, that's they had around. a specialized flute. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to look up Picard flute episode. And then also we'll see one of our favorite segments, uh, images that pop up in the what in in the google images for our cat talk over the one time um those gifts are gold okay it is the inner light it is season five episode 25 um and uh has a 9.4 rating on imdb so uh really good episode if you haven't seen it um but then they get into it again in black mirror and i have a theory on black mirror um that it is actually uh, all a simulation because you hear that one Ooh. song. So you hear that one song of... Oh, uh, yeah, that real creepy mean. song. Right, right? Um, and yeah. so that makes me think that this is all connected, obviously. We've talked about that before, uh, not on the podcast, but in real life. Well, um, they've even showed... There's an episode in like this late second or mid-third season, something like that, where they go to this like cybernetic research museum of like the museum of death or whatever and it really connects a lot of them because a lot of the artifacts yeah. and stuff that were key to the each episode are there right and so i'm like you're definitely connecting a lot of them i'm curious to one how, how long the show is going and two yeah because like we just watched an episode yet yeah, the other day and it was just so dumb <laughs> yeah, it ended and we're like <laughs> seriously they died trying to get a teddy bear come on ah uh, yeah some of like, them it I was feel just like so stupid it, it 
there's a couple of them that I'm like, especially when you get into the nihilistic stuff where they're like, everything is death and destruction. Like, I feel like this is definitely something like, uh, a, someone in junior high wrote and yeah. then, and then they took it and ran with it because it's way too melodramatic. And, and then like, they have the episode with the bees, which is like an, phenomenal episode and you're like yeah. man that got me thinking it was enjoyable yeah well somewhat enjoyable for what happened and you're yeah like, oh mind-blowing but yeah the the star trek one the callister one yeah. i thought was uh that was like peak black mirror that just like yeah. everything fit together well there was a conclusion and nothing drives me up a wall more than people getting into this like melodramatic nihilistic idea thing it's like a trope at this point with a lot of new shows now is like death and destruction you look at like game of thrones uh you look at walking dead people are frustrated people don't like bad endings people don't like just gloom and doom at the end of the story and well uh, it's like uh, you you've got to finish battlestar how it ends right because it was that kind of show this dark heavy like death i mean obviously almost all humans got wiped out and they're trying to survive but in the end i i feel like it had a very bizarre yet satisfactory ending considering what all you'd had to deal with to get to that point you get there and you're like oh okay fascinating mine is kind (laughs) of blown right now but i'll go with it yeah and um you know, too, I think that uh, it, with with any series like that, you look at, I think the biggest one that stands out has got to be uh, Lost. Lost started off phenomenal. I mean, everyone got through season one in like a day. Um, season two, you're like, this is kind of weird, but I'm going to st- keep going. Um, and then at the end, it was it was like trying to like pull out a dagger because you knew it wasn't going to be good they just kept it going uh but that's what happens when mm-hmm. dumb people uh you know the show, show like that has to be completely mapped out start to finish mm-hmm. well it it was if you look at and i think we talked about this before it was at one point uh but then the network got in the way and wanted to keep it going but like networks cause problems all the time you look at well, the, uh, like firefly even and I think, I think networks have realized that because of yeah. like the cancellation of Firefly and how popular that show is today, mm-hmm. how wildly popular a 13-episode show from almost 20 years ago at this point. Yeah. And let's be honest, Firefly, Firefly is just okay. Yeah. I mean, it's comparatively to, to other sci-fi uh, shows, Firefly is okay. But, but it's that such a fun idea. You, yeah, that kind of shows you the... Yeah. It there is still that sense of optimism, I think, in Firefly. Yeah. And um, man, this topic really got away from us. But I, uh, you know, I, I think, I think the the whole idea though that people want some sort of conclusion, uh, yeah. something that that leaves them satisfied. Well, is, and, uh, and I think in recent years you've seen a lot of shows realize five to six seasons is basically the golden range. Mm-hmm. Like Breaking Bad was at the time the highest rated show on TV. They could have taken it further. Sure. But they're like, we're stopping while it's still good. We're stopping now. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't personally watched Man in the High Castle yet because when it's a heavy drama like that, I'd be like to be able to watch it start to finish when it's done. Yeah. They're finishing after, I think, four seasons. I think the fourth comes out this fall. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, we're going out while we're still on top. 
Yeah. And I think more shows are realizing they go further and further and then the show just gets horrible. And then yeah. later people are like, yeah, that show went on way too long. Yeah. It may have made money, but mm, should have quit it sooner. Yeah. Uh, I was trying while you're talking to think of some way to tie both of these things together. That, <laughs> but really, there's no way. Uh, well, because like... if it wasn't a simulation, why would there be bad? T- <laughs> yeah. Oh, there. Now we got there. That was excellent. Excellent. Uh, if this was a, a, indeed a simulation, then television would be good. So, yeah. Excellent job, Andrew. You really brought that back. <laughs> we around. brought it full circle. <laughs> We got it. We got a hard out in like three minutes, so we're done. <laughs> so, ju- just so people know, the podcast will not be this meandery in the future. <laughs> yeah, right. We're, we're just getting back in we this meandery. Like, I haven't even like talked in two weeks. I thought, yeah, I actually, there's a lot going on in my life right now. So I, I was saying, I know, don't even know. When we get off the phone, I gotta tell you what's happening. So you gotta get um, Xbox Live back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I told Jeff. But the um, sponsor brought to you by whoever buys Josh's Xbox Live membership. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let me know. I'll send you all my Venmo stuff, um, and uh, you can send me cash for Xbox Live. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway. Whatever I mean, if you have thoughts on sci-fi. Oh, by the way, people at work found this. So Scott, if you're listening up to this point, jokes on you. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I was supposed to say something to them, wasn't I? Yeah, I can't remember. Hi, Josh's what it was. coworkers. I don't remember. Nah, they're not worth talking to, so don't even worry about it. Um, anyway, hey, I but... found out one of my coworkers like knows sci-fi. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, we do have to get into Highlander again because uh, Scott, the one guy that I work with love highlander and there can uh, only be one <laughs> there can only be one other than tv the other show or movies people. uh i think he's seen mostly just the movies uh i don't think i have ever met someone who wanted to sit through the tv show it's long it jumped the shark <laughs> i haven't like personally watched it but the fact that like, i look into it a that whole it's bunch that many of seasons i'm like <laughs> first of all there are a ton of movies i would be down for a highlander reboot yeah, well, there's been nine so far. So no, no, no. Like with like that, like cast like Jamie Foxx or Christian Bale as Highlander. I'd watch that. Sure. Yeah, I, I would. I would watch that. If you could get sure. Patrick Stewart in it, even better. <laughs> Patrick Stewart gets to be Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez <laughs> with a British accent. <laughs> that would really cap. It I'm actually well. trying to think who would be the best Highlander right now. Uh. I don't know. I feel like someone that's playing a McLeod really probably should have a Scottish accent, but that's just personal. O'Brien? Colmeany? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, you could have, I don't know if he's actually Scottish, uh, but you could also have, uh, you could do Gerard Butler. You could do, oh, there's a lot of people. Well, we'll get into the Highlander Dream reboot uh, at another date. Well, let's do that next week. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about Highlander. We need to watch the movie again because it's been a while since I think yeah, yeah, we've yeah. both seen it. And we need to come up with a list of all the main characters. We'll do that next week. Oh, that's what we need to do whenever you're here next. We're going to watch Highlander with our wives and make them sit through it and then oh, get the reaction afterwards. She'd be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I can already sense it. Yeah, we were supposed to keep this at ten minutes, so we're gonna we're gonna cut out for you guys. But uh, thanks for sticking around and uh, listening to us, even though it's been like forever. So, anyway, catch you guys on the flip. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>